Welcome to Dog Saw Up Infant School. Captain Dave and his co-pilot Eddie are on the launch pad and ready to take you on another fantastic learning journey to help you and your children to dream, believe, and shine. Five, four, three, two, one. The National Literacy Trust is dedicated to raising literacy levels across the UK. It improves the reading, writing, speaking and listening skills in the UK's most disadvantaged communities where one in three people have low levels of literacy. At the height of the pandemic, schools in the UK were forced to close and during those closures, three in five children said that reading made them feel better and three in ten said that reading helped them when they felt sad because they couldn't go out to see their family and friends. In fact, when you think about it, folks, we all were sad for that. Now, because low literacy is intergenerational, the focus of the National Literacy Trust is on families, young people and very young children. If we all encourage children to enjoy reading at a very young age, this will go on to help them immensely throughout their life. So parents... If you're listening to this, just remember that. Reading helps. The Trust helps Peterborough and Cambridgeshire schools in so many wonderful ways. It's particularly so with the Ready to Start Schools initiative, where we encourage parents and carers to ensure their child is ready to begin school in five important areas. We'll talk about that in a little bit. The Trust also gives schools and families throughout England free books to help improve and build literacy skills. In fact, they handed out over half a million books and resources during the lockdown and had over a million visitors to their Words for Life website. How amazing is that? Now, what I've mentioned so far is just a tip of an enormous iceberg. That's why Eddie and I are honoured to welcome Emma Morton and Lisa Clissett from the National Literacy Trust, who are with us today and going to tell us more about the Trust and the amazing work they do. Welcome to the show, Emma and Lisa. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. It's been a joy. (laughs) Now, can you share with our listeners, please, what the Literacy Trust offers and what your role is within the Trust? Perfect, we will do. So if I start first, so I'm Lisa Clissett um, and my role is predominantly to work with the 0-5 within Peterborough, within the home learning. So I cross over working with children, with settings and with parents as well, because as we know, all you parents out there, you're the most important person to your children and their most important educator because we learn everything from the people that are around us and are close by. So part of our programme is to ensure that that's recognised, that people recognise the important role that goes on at 
home and all the things that parents do within the home. So if our programme, we're there to support the parents by giving them some resources. So we often give books, we give um, trousers they can do out and about or to encourage that communications because it's not just about reading. It's also about talking to each other and playing with words, playing with different sounds that we hear in the environment. Listening is also part of that. So if we can get there as early as we can, and we even start with mums that are pregnant. So we try to get in there as well. So we can offer resources and books because as we know children start picking up things when they're in the womb. So they're really listening and they're listening to our voices and the sounds around them. So that's what we're doing. And then part of that as well, we also support settings so that they can also share resources with the parents. So they've got the resources, the parents have got the resources and they're both doing very similar things in different environments. So it's about getting that message out there, encouraging families to read together and to enjoy it. And that's sort of like one of the things that we really look for. We do, yeah. Um, I'm Emma Morton. I'm the Literacy Champion Project Officer. Um, So in a nutshell, that means that I uh, recruit volunteers to embed literacy in in their home life or in their work life. Um, And I now have around over 100 literacy champions. Um, I inherited three when I came into post in um, November 2020 um, and I, there's such a diverse range of different people so I have literally champions who are um, retired or are in uh, nursery settings or enjoy reading themselves I have literacy champion families um, uh, because I feel like you said in your intro it's so important for the parent to to read themselves and enjoy reading and then the children see that and it's just good role modeling um, and then I've got um, something called it's a new thing that we're doing called youth literacy champions and um, I've got um, 35 at Jack Hunt school who are year 12s and they um, really are amazing they have two projects going so one where they're writing an ebook for the transition from year six to year seven when um, new students come into Jack Hunt and the other one is the reading buddies peer reading support that they do where they have small groups of younger children within school and um, they really sort of help them and guide them and boost their reading so um, there's quite a few strands to my role my role is um, obviously Lisa does not to five um, I do any age group so we dovetail quite nicely when we go to do an event because Lisa's focus is on the not to fives and mine's five plus but um, we've both our knowledge, we're both nursery nurses, we've both got advanced diplomas in childcare and education, and we've worked in very, very similar roles over the years. So our knowledge with from early years up is is quite quite good, I would say. Certainly quite is. good. It and, certainly um, is. and it really sort of helps enhance the activities that we do with all our lovely families and um, and nurseries and preschools over Peterborough. Yeah. Mm. And I mean the trust also offers because mm. the trust goes from naught right up to adult. Yeah. So they also offer um some CPD programs. Um and they we have lots of resources for both teachers and parents. So if you go onto a website you can actually access as the teacher there's resources mm. but then there's also resources that are more for parents as well. Um, and we do lots of events and virtual author visits and, and, and often along comes with that is the book that goes along with it. So the schools get gifted the books as well via us. I mean, Sal, our hub manager, she's always out there dropping books off to various schools and sort of creating those events. So you know, we try to hit every angle that we can as a whole organisation. Yeah, because it's it, one would think that literacy 
issues are in, as, as the trust so rightly says, in disadvantaged areas. And you automatically think of the cities. But I've worked across Cambridgeshire in my, in my role before I retired. And one of the things that, that I noticed was that literacy problems are all age... And all areas, you can ev- you find it out on the Fen, you find it in the centre of Peterborough, in inner city built up areas. It's the, the issue is there, and yet it's one of the main skills that we need in life, isn't it? Writing our name yeah. and reading a, a form, whatever that form may be, is so vital, whatever your age. And so the quicker we can get children to love reading, and just love the shape of words and and the places that reading can take us. It's so important, isn't it? It really is. And I think, you know, the beauty of what we've been doing in Peterborough and over the country within, you know, the National Literacy Trust is, is really thinking out of the box. You know, it's not just books. There are magazines, there are cookery books, there are, um, um, like what we're doing now, podcasts, there are audio books. There is something for everybody because, you know, um, you know, some people do have, and, and I mean, I know in my previous role before when I used to home visit families, you know, I could never presume that the family could read every bit of literature I was leaving or targets I was doing for the child. You know, so I think, you know, we, we're very, very mindful of that, that we we provide a real array of different books and we're very blessed that, you know, the publishers um, that um, are um, partners to the trust um, gift, gift us such amazing, lovely books and everything we give out, we are Peterborough Read, so it's just for Peterborough, um, but we do give advice out to um, other counties if they haven't got a hub in that area, but we do gift a lot of books to to, to families and um, preschools in Peterborough. It's, it's wonderful. It's, it's such a joy of a job yeah and it is about that promoting that joy of reading and you know if they see somebody and they're not enjoying it then you're not likely to enjoy it so it's it's finding what is your interest and it's the same with children and adults we all have our own interests you know it might be vehicles it might be the railway whatever it is it's finding that that interest if you find that interest then they're more likely to find out about it and with that comes reading as well and it could just be purely reading the signs it doesn't have to be a book mm. um so it's about creating and finding those interests and encouraging that joy of reading mm. if you're not enjoying the book put it down yeah. because you know you're not going to get anything out yeah. of it find something else mm. that sparks interest because it is about the joy mm. you know we don't want people to get turned off mm. and sometimes that can happen mm. you know we can be turned off by doing something that we're really not enjoying then the barriers go up mm. so we're trying to take away those barriers and saying Do you know what there's so much out there it doesn't have to be that it doesn't you don't have to read that book you can listen to audiobooks because you're still getting that breadth of language and if we have a breadth of language we're more likely to go on to be good readers without that language and that vocabulary that's going to limit our reader our reading because we won't understand that written word yeah yeah i think that for thinking about dogsthorpe in particular and our local area i think there are two particular issues for us firstly there's the the issue of um that that children have been put back so much uh, because of the pandemic so we're we're getting children in from our nurseries who are who are further back in in their progress in their learning progress and and then they're that much behind then we lost time during the particularly during the first lockdown and as much as online was okay it was only it could only do up to a point 
So then we lost that. We couldn't have the parents in because we often have uh, what we call book buzz where the, chi- where the parents come in to read with their children. We couldn't have the parents in because of the pandemic rules. We couldn't get the children into school. So we got further and further behind and we, we've lost a lot. Now, hopefully, we can start picking those things back up again. But we have lost a, a lot of time for that. And so yeah. that is an issue for us. And, and certainly the, there are literacy issues within some adults in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'd like to tackle both areas, if I may. Can I first of all ask you, um, if there are any parents out there who are listening to this and they're struggling with their own literacy needs, what support can you offer them and what sort of support is out there for them? There's, there's quite a lot, actually. I mean, I've been um, training reading buddies with Sally Atkinson. So Sally um, does Two Days for the Trust that is a school improvement officer, which a lot of your listeners will know of her. And um, she um, and her colleague Sue have written Reading Buddies Training, which we put on about three times a year. In fact, it was so popular a few weeks ago, we had to do one in the morning, one in the afternoon. So if um, anybody is, is keen to be a reading buddy, if they go to the City Council website, they can see the dates. Um, it's under school improvement. Um, or they could contact um, myself or Lisa and we can give them the details. So there's reading buddies there's also um something for adults um if um they need some help with their literacy called um read easy um which is amazing um and it's it's hosted um by volunteers in peterborough libraries um and they will meet elsewhere so there is sort of that option as well to help boost and it's lovely because they're volunteers and it's a one-to-one which i think is is just so so important um and there's also yeah. um the city college as well city they college, also do yeah. um different sort of like classes and groups to mm-hmm. to boost um adults confidence with yeah. reading and, and one of the things that we talk about a lot is especially when you're reading to your little ones you don't have to read word for word no. you can make up the stories you go along so if if you are a reluctant reader or if you struggle with that children just want to hear your voice and the story so you can tell a story from the, the pages mm-hmm. from the pictures so that should never be a barrier that you can actually just pick up a book and still share it because it's the sharing of that story that counts you don't have to read it for word for word and actually children's books are a good place to start because the language is a lot simpler so and certainly within our role we meet quite a lot of people across the city who have English as a second language and and that's one thing they say to us time and time again what's helped them is reading the children's books because the language is a lot simpler there's not as much pressure because if you go wrong that's quite funny as well Mm -hmm. because then you can talk about the the words and what words should it have been so you know the pressure is relieved a little bit and the language is a lot simpler to understand Mm. and you know with less text you know you you are i think for anyone that's a reluctant reader just go with either a pamphlet or like lisa said a children's book i mean in peterborough and and there's around 138 different languages spoken. So, you know, when you look at that, it's absolutely vast, isn't it? So I think just different types of reading material, um, definitely um, looking or finding out more from your local library about Read Easy and City College and contacting us because, again, you know, there are books that we can help out with um, that, that, that will you know, we can gift. So yeah, there's, there's, there is something for everyone with those different options. 
Yeah, and, and uh, listeners, um, there's an ITV Anglia came and visited us at our school a, a, a year or so back and uh, did a report about adult literacy. And that video is still available on the ITV.com website. So have a look at that because there's interviews with, with parents who were struggling at the time with their literacy and they, they, they found great help through uh, what was on offer in Peterborough. So uh, just check that, check that video out if you're interested in that as well. Um, so so that's, that's the, the, the adult angle of, of things and how we can perhaps support them. Let's, let's think now, let's turn towards the children, how we can support them. Now, we're very fortunate at Dogs Hill Pinfants because of, of this podcast and because we've got lots of friends who are authors to our school, they send us books and I know that the the trust has, has given us books and that's really really helped us so thank you for that and please pass on our thanks to your bosses because that's it, it is valuable support that we receive from the trust um so we get help from that but there is a particular project that you work on with Mrs Waters called Ready to Start School and that mm. is important too because it, it picks up on this thing about you know about your children preparing your children for school, and it's also very important about the the, the, the literacy too, and about the what sort of things do you do and what do you support? Could you say something about ready to start school? Yep. So we have our, um, our school readiness. And in fact, we've got a big festival coming up on um, Friday, which is just going to celebrate the school because there's more to starting a school than um, preparing your child. It's going to be a new environment. And, and that's crucial because they need to know where they're going. They need to be familiar and they need to be confident. But there's also really practical things that we want our children to be able to do when they start school. So that's where the project came about, because it was like looking at these these elements of what we can do. Um, so, you know, we're thinking about so it's starting school and how we can prepare our children. And we work with um, nursery settings as well just to promote this so they can also write raise those abilities and we'll share the message with their parents. Um, so we're just thinking about so like for start for s it's thinking about shoe socks and putting on their clothes it's those practical elements can your child put on their socks because they will have to be getting changed for PE can they put on their shoes do they know which shoes for which foot and can they put their coats and things like that so that's a really practical element that we try to promote and encourage parents to practice because if you've got a busy our household and we've all been there as parents you know we're all as guilty you're busy you're rushing and you just do it because you need to get out the door and sometimes we need to be reminded mm. that our little people are more than capable and we sometimes have to take a step back and encourage them to do that and practice these elements especially when they go to a class of 30 and that gorgeous reception teacher and TA uh, overstretched in any case with maybe toileting issues, maybe, you know, um, uh, fine motor skill, you know, those children are fine motor skills. So they're, they're so important, yeah. aren't they? And yeah. then we've got the T within start and that's about talking and also listening because listening is just as crucial as talking because we often, there's our environments full of noise, isn't it? And sounds around us, but we'd very rarely take the time to really listen. But actually that's a really crucial skill that our children need to learn they need to be able to learn to listen to the sounds around them so we you know we have all those um different ideas and activities that you can actually share with your children and how to help that and just talking and following um instructions um and then you know asking for help which you can go to the library ask your local mm. the, the practitioners within your setting because they, they they've got loads of ideas mm. um about their 
And one, there's just two other elements that are really important within the messages is being able to use different tools using the the knives and forks and the spoons and things like that so when they start because again when they go to school they might be in that school hall eating their meal and the meal's put in front of them and again you know it's great that our children explore food and eat the way they do but they also need to be able to use their hands for the fine motor so it's sort of like practicing those skills as well and then if they can start understanding how to toilet themselves and asking those questions for help so we have produced an amazing start leaflet and all these information are in that leaflet which they can actually um, ask for your setting so if they're at a setting already they will have access to the start leaflet so certainly ask your mm-hmm. setting about them um, or if you're in a reception class like in Dosswood, they've got loads of these le- leaflets mm-hmm. around so yep. do ask mm-hmm. about these start leaflets because they give all those top tips mm-hmm. on how you can help your child prepare for school mm. and that's all on the website as well so do check that yeah. out we've also um had some lovely little road shows so we've had um um bunnies on the bus and uh, we've been around really trying to target and going into all the different areas around peterborough we're, we're still we're still going and um, so we started off with elves on the bus which was in the autumn so we targeted dressed up as elves mm. and we targeted all the autumn and um, um uh, preschools and um, the, the school readiness um, for school readiness then we moved on to bears on the bus that was Dogsorp and Welland so that obviously was your lovely area with Dogsorp um, infants and mm-hmm. popping along and and that was amazing then we did bunnies on the bus that was in Breton and now we've obviously got the start festival like Lisa said um, for it's opened up to the whole of the city where um, uh, practitioners can book on for their um, children within the setting that is due to start school. So we've really tried to get into the areas um, and and be more accessible and not just be central. Again, you know, it, it's about going to where, well, it's needed, isn't it, yeah, really? It certainly yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is certainly a, a, a great a great initiative. Uh, again, listeners, if you want to see a, a little film about what uh, Emma's been talking about um, uh, and and Lisa have been talking about, but what they've been talking about is that if you want to see Start in a in a picture pictorial way, go on to our website and there's a BBC News item about it, and um, that you can watch that as well. So. Um, Get, get, if you're starting at, at a school, you've got a child starting at one of our Peterborough schools, check out that Ready to Start leaflet and the video on our website. Um, if there are parents or families or schools in the UK listening to this podcast, because it goes across, across the UK, who want to know more about the Nat- National Literacy Trust and what it offers, where's the best place for them to go? So within Peterborough, so if you're a Peterborough family, we have our own Facebook page, which is called Peterborough Reads. And if you check that and like our page, you'll find all our events that we do throughout the year will come up on that. Um, I also do a weekly storytelling session or an activity session on that as well. So you can follow us and, and do all the, um, see what's going on and how to share a story and what activities you can do from that. And then we also have our main page. So if you sort of like look up for National Literary Trust, that will take you to it. We also have um, our web 
website called Words for Life. And again, that is a website. It's got lots of activity ideas on that for both practitioners and for parents alike. And we start right from naught. And then we also go into Sonin, which is for the older children as well. So we go right up to the age of 16. And on that website, you'll find loads of activities. If there's going to be any author visits in your area, how to sign up for that. It's all on that Words for Life Absolutely website. incredible. Yeah. And also, if anyone is interested in being a literacy champion, um, I'm doing quite well with my numbers, but I, I'm always happy to encourage other people to come on board and volunteer. So that is an individual or a family or any of the secondary or pri- primary or secondary schools. And um, I've got quite a few different school settings on board. So please have a look on there and you can drop me an email on, on Peterborough Reads Facebook page and I'll happily get back to you and tell you a little bit more information about how to be a literacy champion. Yeah, and likewise with our programme. So my part, my part of my programme is called The Hungry Little Minds, which has been funded by the um, Department of Education. And we do lots of other activities. So for instance, we've got what we call a Peterborough Quest Passport. And in there, there's some targets that you can do with your little one and go around the city. It takes you to the library. It takes you to the museum. And there's a little trail that you can, you know, they suggest a sort of like a nature trail in there that you can do. We also have um, a story, which is for the Peterborough Central Park. So it's just a story that's based on the Central Park, but it's also, I'm going to show it to you, it's also a story trail within that. So you can follow the story around the park and it gives you lots of lovely ideas and activities. So, you know, we've got quite a few things that you can do with your children. So if you are interested and settings, if you've not already spoken to us, then obviously do get in, you know, do get in contact with us via our Facebook page. That'd be great. Well, Ladies, thank you for your time today. The work you do is like gold dust. It really is. Long may it continue. Can you pass on our thanks to the National Literacy Mm -hmm. Trust and to all of your colleagues and and all the volunteers who support us? Because uh, as a volunteer myself, I know how important it is for this work to be done. And we couldn't do half the things that we do if it wasn't for our volunteers. No, they're amazing. They Absolutely. really are. Yeah. I mean, the content on Facebook, if you go over and have a look, um, that what all that what they do is just incredible. So I thank them from the bottom mm. of my heart. It's made my job very easy in the fact that so many people have offered their time, very valuable and, and so lovely for Peterborough families to receive all that extended information from from our lovely volunteers so yeah. thank you and i have to say the families that we have that, that come to, to find us at our events they're just amazing mm. and it's really lovely because we've been been doing it now for so long yeah. we get people that come back time and time again and for us i mean it's just amazing they do but it also shows that our resources yeah are what they're after and a good quality enough for them to come back and ask for more so it, they're obviously are hitting the right spots basically so it's just been yes yeah, so they're, they're just amazing so we, yeah that's great well folks that's about it for this episode of eddie's launchpad captain dave and eddie the well-being dog hope you enjoyed your trip and thanks you for joining them on this learning journey travel with them again soon when once again we buckle up and blast off to the stars to dream, believe, and shine.
This podcast is sponsored by Eddie Edster, the Dogsorp Infant School Wellbeing Dog, part of Hampton Academy's Trust. It's a school where stars learn to dream, believe and shine.